Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well, as am I. It's going to be another beautiful day, I think. And now we are in November. Oh, boy. Countdown to Thanksgiving, I guess. Oh, I hate it. Had to do too much cleaning of the house. But anyway, here I am. I also want to say this show is brought to you by my sponsor, Bloat Games. Bloat Games is a great place. They survived this role-playing game system of rules. It's very concise and quick and feels really old-schooly, which is what I like, but without some of the hassle of it, which is really nice. And he's got a lot of different games out there from... Low to medium superheroes with Survive This, to Zombie Apocalypse with Survive This Zombies, to Survive This Fantasy, a fantasy a fantasy game, too. And he recently finished a Kickstarter, Eric Bloat did, of Dark Places and Demogorgons, all about some pre, prepubescent and pubescent kids in a small town with a lot of horrors going around. Where have we seen that before? But hey, it's a fun role-playing game. Check it out. Check them all out at blokegames.squarespace.com. So today, I'm going to talk about prep again. And I, I was watching, I guess I saw a video from Fistful of Dice who reminded me of a certain way to prep that I'd forgotten about because I'd also read it where he read it on the Gnome Stew website, and it's the 333 prep method. And this is very reminiscent of Sly Flourish's The Lazy Dungeon Master, which is probably why I like it. What basically is what you do is you, when you start writing an adventure, you write down three things. Well, actually, you write down Things like people, places, and <laughs> people, places, things, whatever, encounters, you can do it that way. And e- under each of them, you write three bullet points about it. Just a short sentence, three bullet points. And then you start working it. You start looking at what you wrote, then you try to find connections, and you flesh things out. And what you do, that's that's a way of doing it. I also have my, cl- I mean, I know I have my clock, but as as Fistful, Fistful Dicey pointed out, the fact that there is no one right way to prep for an adventure. And whatever suits you, if you can find something that you use, you use consistently, that's a good thing. But sometimes I have to bounce around to two or three different ways of doing it. It all depends on certain things like who I know is playing and how much time I have to do it. The 333 works good for short prep times. If I don't have enough prep time, I will use something like that. The clock is better if I have like a maybe a weekly game or I'm going to do a one shot in a week or something, I got a week to do it. I can sit down with the clock and work it out. This way, I can down and dirty it with a piece of paper and a pencil. So 
it's very easy to do. Uh, like I said, people, places, encounters, things, cool things that have that you want happen. Um, you put atmosphere down here. And the nice thing about this is if you do stuff like, say, put down three places, you can subdivide those into other bullet points. If you have one thing that says, okay, this is in my a gigantic forest, you can put in a sub a sub bullet like it's filled with werewolves or something like that, or people. The town blacksmith is a hairy dude that looks really fierce. Underneath you can say, he's just worried about his family and he would probably help you. Or the thief. The thief looks looks like he is trying to befriend you. Underneath says he's just trying to get close enough so he can steal that sweet, sweet magic sword you have. That kind of thing. So you can go anywhere with this. You can make as many threes as you not want. Now, I say three because I say, I think you should have at least three bullet points for everything. You can have more, but three bullet points gives you enough room to work with. And that that way i mean you got three npcs you got three locations you got three three magical items three 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 i love that kind of stuff this is the kind of stuff i love so because then i could have somebody come up to me say my grandson or somebody else go hey we want to we want a game will you run and i'll go yeah okay i won't even sometimes i won't even pull out my my world my my campaign world i'll just like start doing three different locations, three different people, three different uh, magic items. Okay, let's go. All right, we're going to do this. And, you know, then I'd also write down like three NPCs or something like that. And anything else, I'll add them. Once again, it all fits into the t- my toolbox. This all fits into what I'm doing ordinarily. Because I can add a map, I can find a map. If I, I can add lib a map, I can do all sorts of things. I can pull out once again. This is a great time. To, I'm going to say it again. Benchmarks. You got a benchmark for your role playing game. I think the benchmark should be per role playing game, not per campaign, unless you're doing something wildly different again. But the whole point is, you can, you you can. You can do the benchmarks with that. Here's another thing about the benchmarks. Um, you come up with the average, okay? Here's here's a shorthand way of doing something. NPCs. You got NPCs. You need some stats for them. Look at the benchmark. And when you write down the NPCs when you prep, say, uh, Joe McBlow, uh, Gem Appraiser. You can write, like benchmark zero, he's the average. Or then you put down Ian McSteel blacksmith. Benchmark plus two. And figure out that that way you give yourself do pluses in my uh, village idiot uh, uh, benchmark minus two, minus one. So it gives you an idea of how much up or down you go on these guys, just as a ballpark. You put it down during your prep, then you go back and look and say, okay, and then just put down, you've got your benchmark in front of you, put down what things are 
are above average, what things are below average. That's all you have to list. That's it. Because you have a benchmark, you have the list, and because say his Thaco is, or not, his armor class is this because he's a plus two. So instead of the average armor class, you'd have an armor class, AC plus two. So that, like I said, it's a shorthand way of doing it. But the three 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 method is really good, and I'm glad I I'm glad he pointed that out to me. But remember, any prep you do is dependent on a lot of factors. If if you, I mean, like I said, if you find one that works consistently, go for it. Just remember that sometimes it it's not one size fits all. You gotta you gotta think about it, and if your brain can. Conditions. If you can condition your brain to work with this system every time, you're golden. Whether you have a lot of time, whether you have a little time, I've never found one that flexible. That's why I have two or three different ways of doing it. It usually, to me, comes down to time. If I have the time, I will do this one method. If I don't have the time, I'll do this quick method. Each, either way, it works. And I've got things I already can pull out, pull from other areas, from other books, from other things I've written before. Looking at my, I can put it in my campaign and we'll go, okay, that place, see that place right there? I've never fleshed that out. Let's flesh it out a little so they can use it in the game. And that's how you start filling out your, that's how you start fleshing out your world. You, you have them, you, you flesh out by doing it. By them doing it, by them being in the world, them being in the adventure. Anyway, I think I've talked enough today, so I'm going to go start my day. And if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, and Michael. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognar podcast. Uh C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast, and Big John Allen Large's the Red Dice Diaries, excuse me. <clears throat> and don't forget my friend Eric Tenkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.